He's a really loud yeah. chewer. Anyway, let's let's start. All right, Morgan, take All it right. away. All right, let's do it. Take number ten. I don't even know. Now yeah. my voice is fucked. We haven't right. started. Three, two, <clears throat> one. Episode 1, The Origin What's Story. Up, guys? Welcome to episode 1 of The Coffee Club, a new exciting podcast with some runner boys. Uh, this is officially episode 1 for us. Last week, we tried to film an episode, and that's episode 0. That's a hidden secret episode. You guys will never get to see that one. Never. It was absolutely terrible. You don't want to see it. But we're back to try again. This is episode 1. Uh, just to get us going, little introductions. Uh, myself, I'm Morgan McDonald. Um... Do you guys want to like share a fun fact about each other? Has anyone got a fun fact about me? Ooh. I've got a fun fact that is about a good Morgan McDonald. Um, so <clears throat> Morgan McDonald is technically a chicken. <laughs> chicken boy Morgs. Um, chicken boy Morgs. I think the one thing that you guys would probably know that if you're watching this and knowing his YouTube is that he's actually more of a cat than a chicken. So I'm a big fact, cat guy. He's a big cat guy. Yeah. Um, he yeah. doesn't actually... Pr- Persuade that he's persona. You guys yeah, haven't seen that side of me yet. But we'll, we'll get to that side in a sec. But that Morgan is pretty much a cat. So living with him is a cat. Yeah. And so then that's, a fun fact about that's me done. Next to me, we have. My name's Ollie Hall. And fun fact, guys, anybody got fun <laughs> facts about me? I don't know if there, mm. there aren't many that aren't kind of in the public. Fun fact, which is very good public knowledge at this point, is that Ollie drinks an amazing amount of Mountain Dew. Or just any soft drinks in general. I'm a big yeah, soda guy. Cream, yeah. I think cream soda. Cream soda is yeah, my new, my new, uh, my new poison. I he think. has a he has a Dr Pepper sitting on the table over there, which he's just hiding. I um, just sculled that actually. Now I'm on my coffee, so caffeine's yeah. through the roof now. So I'm going to be off my head. Yeah. With and this podcast. And then uh, <laughs> our other member, who unfortunately isn't in person with us today, is what's up, George? George, George. Beamish. Say your thing. Say stuff. Okay, fun fact about well, Geordie, he has Well, I know. I, I, thought, I, know I thought he was going to say what he said last time, which was chowder. Oh, oh yeah, chowder. Say chowder. You mean on episode minus one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, Geordie's from New Zealand, so he sometimes speaks in Maori, and we have no idea what he's saying. As two Australians, we don't know that no. um, language that well. No uh, Fun fact about George, he has to shower every night before bed. It's a routine. What? He's Wait. always showering before bed. Actually, I have, I'm have. i like kind of like that as well. Yeah, he, no, but like, it's like clockwork. Anytime yeah. I'm with Geordie, he has to shower before bed just to make sure he feels good when he jumps in to snuggle. I so, like that. Um, I like all that right, well. well um, yeah. yeah, all right, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, you know, this is like, we're really still figuring this out. Last episode, episode zero, we spent probably the first like 20 minutes going through all the rules for the podcast and explaining our ideas behind it, which are very unfinished ideas I should I should put in there. Uh, so maybe we can just like very quickly go through some of the rules that we laid down. Um, I don't think it was, I don't know if it was rule one, but like kind of the point is like to drink coffee. Uh, I already finished my coffee because we've been trying to film this for about half an hour right now and we're only finally getting uh getting going so my coffee is gone uh i don't think george has a coffee i i don't but i had coffee Violation. in like a couple of hours ago and it was delicious yeah, he's, he's, he's close to I strike was a, two actually, already yeah. he's already close to strike two but this is the first episode getting real close and george is already is uh, like two strikes 
Don't yeah, want to push in the label. Strikes, you don't, we you call don't it as the Coffee Club podcast. Yeah. He's got a bloody coffee in his hand. Ollie, yeah. you would like that place, actually. I probably would. I probably would. Wait, where'd you go? It's called Lux. Lux. We actually almost went in Phoenix when we were down there training. There's one in Phoenix. Oh, with okay. one flag. We'll have to check it out. Of course it is. But uh, yeah, so kind of like the idea behind this podcast was the we would well I, i've like kind of joined the team when we were in eugene for the olympic trials and none of us were competing obviously in the olympic trials because it's two aussies in new zealand and then we also had carlos who is, represents mexico and we had our chiropractor jason there amazing guy and we would like really enjoy just like going out for coffees and it would be called coffee club and you just go to like a nice cafe there in eugene and just sit down and chat and have a bunch of coffees and uh so that's kind of like what we're trying to reconnect to here i guess is just like those fun conversations and just uh try invite a few more people in through sharing them on the internet so i don't know if that was a rule but that's kind of like the very that's like the birth of the idea behind the coffee i think that's the, that's the origin story that's our origin story just to I, get I, I feel like it's a good one too like that is yeah. legit how that happened. Episode 21, Outclassed. Things to address, which we didn't address last week. Obviously, I said this to George. Congrats. I, I gave George his big congrats on winning Milrose, but uh, we need to give Ollie his big congrats as well. Want to make a mile. Whoop. Want to make a mile. Whoop. Don't forget the whopper in there. Don't forget the whopper. <laughs> Want to make a mile champion. Yeah. Taking down fierce rival Josh Kerr. Dude, we're, we're, we're big rivals now. Big then, rivals since college. Then flexing on him in the post-race interview. Yeah, fuck. What was, was the quote? Comment. What was the quote? Oh, he got a bit outclassed in that last <laughs> bit of the race. I yeah. think it was something to do with the quote that I said on Citrus Mag. Yeah. Um, so, and that sparked a little bit of controversy. Yeah, I wouldn't say controversy. Just someone's feelings got hurt. Um, <laughs> so, <are laughs> no, sta- is, this, is this you standing by it? No, <laughs> I actually, I think I stand by it purely on the fact that it's a comment that I made about a last section of a race. And whether you call it fitness or not, I kind of outclassed him at the end because I did pass him and win the race. So take what you want with it. It is uh, February, January. So not really, you know, not a big deal, but people say it's not a big deal when they don't win. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, like, I mean, Josh had a great post going into it saying that uh, <laughs> that lo- lovely little Instagram post he put out saying, you know, you better be looking forward to that one and make a mile unless you're a spectator. Oh, no, only for a spectator. So yeah, if you weren't a spectator, you shouldn't be looking forward to it. Um, I hope you had a good time. But um, I thought that post was quite, quite entertaining. It's good for the sport. Gets yeah. the people going, gets the rivalry going. And yeah, I, I made a comment <laughs> after the race that uh, I'm sure will uh, cause a bit of... Yeah, it, We're still it's not quite sure if Ollie knows what... His well, comment means. That's the thing. Pretty standard, Ollie. No, I mean, I say things sometimes I don't know what they mean, you know? So that was the sort of thing. I think George and I had a very similar initial reaction to it uh, when we saw it, which was like, ooh, like, did he mean to say what he just said? Like, do, you want, do you want me to be honest with you guys? <laughs> do, you to, do you want to hear it from me first? Yeah, I was not, like, I don't know why I said that. I think I meant to say that I had, the way I, I was trying to word it was that I obviously had more strength than he did in the last 200 of the race yeah. at this time of the year, which obviously, again, it's in, it's February, March, April, January. Um, I did that, like, little <laughs> circle thing. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I definitely used the wrong word. And Morgan and George are very, very... Um, they're, they're very good friends in the way they always pick up on <laughs> when I say the wrong word for certain things. And I do it on the pod all the time, as you guys know. So I think I said the wrong word there, but now I'm doubling down. And I'm holding on to it. 
Yeah, well, that's, that's the only way so, you can respond to that. So that was the thing. I was like, I was like, yeah, I think Ollie insulted Josh personally in a way that he didn't mean to. But then the more I thought about it afterwards, and hearing like you talk about it, like, yeah, Josh Kerr has like these really aggre- like weirdly aggressive posts. Like all the time, he really. Does. <laughs> like all the time, like he seems really aggressive mad in, on Instagram all the time. Like, and he had it like what you just mentioned—a perfect example before the race, where I was like, "Why did he say that?" Like, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't understand that that post when he said that you should be looking forward to Watermaker only if you're a spectator. So then it's like, yeah, if you beat him, I don't like maybe I'm pretty sure, maybe you you rub it in a little. I'm pretty I don't sure know. Cody Alexander had a great race and he looked forward to it. So, yeah, you know, some people didn't have the best race, but like you know, it's just racing. Who gives a gives a you know. People move on. You move on to the next one. Yeah, I think um, it won't be the biggest race that Josh and Ollie have this year, and I think there's plenty of those to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. and it'll be. I, I can't wait to hear what's said after the next one. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't. I don't. I, I gotta. I gotta like yeah. learn to say the right thing. No, because Josh like is I going back for thing. indoors, right? No. Back to the UK. He's doing. He, he said he was gonna potentially do. I think he said he was going back for the British trials, but he's not doing indoors. World indoors. Yeah. So why is he going back for he the British trials? He said he's not indoor. He's not an indoor runner. And he was this told before me, or after you beat him? This is after I beat him. <laughs> okay. He said that he only runs... The ra- reason why he doesn't run as many races as he usually does is because he likes to win and he doesn't believe into the running into fitness bullshit. You know, the Rust Busters. Oh, it's the Rust Buster today. Yeah. He doesn't believe in that crap, so he's much more of like a guy that will pick the races that he knows that he's going to prepare for and then do them, and Indoor Worlds is not one of them. We didn't we didn't pick that bone about Rustbusters last week. We've been meaning to for oh, a while. Mate, oh, what a good Rustbuster for the OAC classic. at Milrose Games. What yeah, a Rustbuster. The classic excuse of busting oh, the Rustbuster. I've been training really, really well, and then I'm just going to go out here and have a little a couple A couple of weeks of fitness away. There's a few options. you got Rustbuster. you yeah. got haven't done speed work yet. Haven't uh, done any training. <laughs> so you've done no you've training. Uh, I just came in more right now. Probably yeah, had COVID been, a few weeks ago. That's probably COVID, a good one. Yeah, that's another one. Actually. That's a pretty valid one. Yeah, that's, that's probably that's, pretty valid. That's valid. But hey, tell that to Nico Young. Wait, did he have COVID? He yeah, did. COVID yeah, he yeah. 402 in the dome. Oh, man, made him stronger. Um, made him stronger. Yeah, because you got that ham and cheese. What I, what I, really, I was talking to Jake over the weekend. Whiteman? Yeah, and I was Whitman. realizing what will be a good matchup. I like be, him a lot. I like Jake Whiteman. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, Worlds and other races where there's more people, but more specifically, the Com Games, oh, 1500. Yeah. Where it'll be like, that's gonna be crazy actually that's gonna there's be a lot of pride online yeah. for that one it's not just world champs it's like what we actually if you're an American we'll pretty much know the entire field and yeah, yeah. if Very you're an hesitant. American listening to this you probably won't give a shit but Commonwealth Games is a pretty big deal for people that are in the Commonwealth and that's pretty much most of the co- the world except for the US and like China I've forgotten but if everyone from the, most if the all those UK <laughs> most of the world all those UK whatever been colonized by the uh, UK run Com Games there could be like nine British guys in the final because they yeah, all run wild. like three of them are Scottish and they're really good there's like two 330 English runners Jake Haywood's Welsh yeah they all get to represent they their, all get to represent countries. their individual countries yeah the so 1500 will be so stacked oh yeah it'd be crazy it'd be ridiculous be then you so have so Kenya good. as well there you have yeah, which Uganda. who sometimes don't send their best but normally True. they send decent runners Uganda Uganda now. Yeah, I went back and watched uh, Mottram oh that's a tough race to watch. It's like the greatest race Lo- of all time. Lose the 5k. Well, not even lose. It's not even the right way to say it. He didn't Come lose. Second. He got second, but he should have won. But also fall in the 1500. Yeah. When Nick Willis won. It's travesty, man. Freaking Nick Willis. Willis crushed everyone. Yeah, he did. In that. But Melbourne, Craig Mott was meant to, to win Melbourne the 1500 as well. Like, he, was, he, he thought he was Me, going to. I mean, he'd lost to Willis like two weeks before that in the Had mile. He? Yeah. 
fair. I don't but know. But watching them bail out would have been sweet. Yeah. yeah. But he fell. But then he tripped him over, and that was that. So, that's a preview of Com Games eight months out. <laughs> yeah. No, six months. No, Whatever I think that's going to be exciting. I think Com Games is going to be pretty stacked. And it's going to be interesting to see how people react after Worlds because I feel like you're not going yeah, to be... Yeah, just a few weeks later. You're never going to have that experience again weeks, of competing at a World Championships and going again. And Dude, and then they'll have to go one more time at Europeans. Yeah, it's true. Europeans guys. after that. So that sounds like, brutal. That's yeah. pretty crazy. That's a lot and of I'm sure a lot of them won't do Europeans. I'm sure a lot of them won't mm. do it. I think they will. I think I mean, Europeans is big for them. Worlds and comms. I would say Europeans can almost be bigger than comm games. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're right. I don't know. It just seems a lot of racing in a very short period of time. Yeah. Well, it's not easier in terms of talent, but it's easier in terms of... Com Games is like the Olympics. It's like a village and yeah, stuff. It's, 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 it's a big similar, thing It's a very do. similar setup to the Olympics. But back to Kerr, uh, we were asking... We were talking about the video because Sit and Kick Podcast, who's uh, some other like running podcast, you probably haven't heard of it, but it's Josh Kerr <laughs> and David Ribbage. And live, they showed... I don't, know, I don't know how much Josh Kerr plays this up and how much he just doesn't play, pay attention as well. Yeah, like he hadn't seen the quote from Ollie about outclassing him until David Ribbage showed it to him live on air, which I do believe that. But like Citrus Mag was putting that quote everywhere, so it was kind of hard to avoid it. But he he got like pretty fiery in his response, and Ollie claims he hasn't seen the video. I don't know if it's true. I, I've seen a video. I don't think it's the one that you you talked about. How many I don't know how many there are. <laughs> there was one, like there's a couple of seconds on Instagram. Yeah, you, you might. I guess you might have just seen clips. A yeah, clip it from might it. have been a short clip of it. But it's not a very long video. Either he, way. Got, he got really defensive. Yeah, but the funniest pissed. thing, like, obviously clapping back at you is what you would expect. No. But for some reason, he decided to drag Tinman <laughs> into it as well. He's, he made fun of Tinman. Wait, really? Well, he he's, he critic he made fun of Ollie for wearing a whoop. Which is oh yeah, and he's like, "What do you think you are, a tinman?" Oh yeah, I was like, "Okay, where'd that come from?" And then the end, the very end of it, I went back and watched this last night. He said something like, "Make sure you don't get too big for your boots in January. You're gonna end up like Ed Chez." He just brings Ed Chez into it for no reason. Wait, I didn't wait, catch why, either of those two wait, references. Wait, why is Ed Chez? Why is that an example? I don't. I have no that. idea. Um, I think because he beat him one time. Him. I guess. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what, it was, in college? It was really weird. Well, the first thing is, Bring up as Tim Man and cheers just randomly. a shout out to uh, Sit and Kick. This is going to really help their following. Um, you know, they really obviously want to tap into this resource. And, um, you know, as the boys would say, as Ribich and uh, Kerr would say, <laughs> it's a bit of banter. <laughs> um, okay, dude, the, the word banter needs to be cancelled. Oh, dude. we got to get rid of that. I mean, I'm glad canceled, we don't use that. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a bit of banter. But, I mean, like, to be honest, I, don't, I think Josh is just, you know, he's just starting the fire, getting the rivalry. Getting the... Hey, you started the fire, bro. Yeah, I... I, I uh, <laughs> I accidentally lit the match. Yeah. Um, Tree hair from the horse's mouth. Sitting kick. Good for the sport or not good for the sport? Oh, sitting kick is good for the sport. Yeah. I think end of the, the day. The, yeah. uh, the word, At the end of the day. The word, the the word, word banter the is, is not. I think I'm sick of that word. Just, just Fair talk about, just say that you're talking shit to each other. I don't know. Yeah, we can But leave, they are good for the word. sport and I do love what they do. And um, yeah, no, I have a lot of respect for Josh. Um, I think he's an amazing athlete. But that whole, mm. I mean, from what you just described, it's just, it's obviously just, I mean, if, you get beaten by someone and someone says they outclass you I can imagine you want to defend yourself and the way he defend himself you know I don't know well whoop I'm a sellout hashtag sellout um, hey, hey, no, hey, I'm hey, not hey. selling out quote Nick Nick Harris Nick Harris quote I'm not selling out I'm cashing in um, <laughs> but 
But um, I mean, the, the Tin Man thing, I don't get because a lot of the people wear the Whopper Junior other than Tin Man. I guess that's the only example you could think of. Yeah, he could have gone for, who's that? He could have gone for Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes or like any golfer. Who do you think you are? Pat Mahomes? Pat Mahomes, mate. Um, and the Edge Treasure thing, I don't understand. I would really hope, did he roast me about not winning a medal at the Olympics? That's what he should have roasted no, me. No, well, yeah, he, no, he yeah. said, he, he, he didn't roast you he didn't. directly. He said, he said something along the lines of like, Mate, I got a medal. No, how you no, he me? said, he he said, how many oh, medals do you have, son, or something? No, that's a very good, that's a good roast because I don't. Dude, have that any medals. was that was he, fucking last year. Who remembers last year, man? We're living <laughs> in the twenty twenty two. I'm still running that race in my head, man. <laughs> mentally, we're um, living in twenty twenty two. No, but that would be the only. I thought if he was gonna roast me, it'd be the medal roast, which I think is pretty good, and then the other roast would be. I actually can't think of one, but... You're unroastable. No, I am pretty roastable, honestly. You know, you guys know that. But <coughs> well, that's look, what makes me think that Ollie is not sure what is what is in a class or not. Like, if having a medal is in a, a class, yeah. then I'm not sure how what Ollie's view of of being in a different class to someone with a, a medal from a global championship. I really... The, re- the reason why I think that outclass came into my head is because I didn't expect him to go that early. Even though I know how does that goes, put that word in your head? Well, because I don't know. Because I, I. Oh, you. Oh, wait, wait. I think I just understood it through yeah. Ollie. Finally, I think he's saying he tactically outclassed him. I think is that's that what, what I you're mean. saying? But it's not really mm. a tactical win because he literally just went in front of me and like, oh, you beauty, I'm just gonna pass you in the last. Hey, kind of is tactics. Well, that's only because you were fitter than him. If he was, if he went in front of you and you couldn't catch him, then he wins. <laughs> Fitness outclass. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. That's not even a word. But I don't know. From I, the view of it, yeah, Joshka just wasn't didn't have the legs in the last uh, lap. You're well, just, look, you're it, just was a, it was on a, January 29th. Let me let me just let me put my quote out here for the Coffee Club Pod that it was well, a great race. Not a, this isn't the official view of the Coffee Club Pod. This Whatever. is Ollie Hall's view. All I'm saying is it was <laughs> a great race. View. I had a great time, <laughs> and we outclassed. Out you know, I I was fitter on the day. Episode 58. The boys learn yeah, about pregnancy with Kate day. Grace. I don't even know where to start, but if you had to just give a little update on like where you're at right now with everything, what would you say? I'm pre- so actually, this is the even special, specialer, more special day. I'm 20 weeks today, so that means halfway. For those of you who don't Denied. understand, <laughs> okay. you're, talking to, you're talking to three males, <laughs> okay. three males around the age of 26. I thought you just meant don't like know a what cool that means. Number. It is a nice number. That's yeah. a, I like the 20 weeks. Nice. 20 yeah. weeks is halfway. So uh, I think of it kind of like a long run. Well, it's kind of like the easier half half you know like i like out and backs and so when you turn around it's like then it doesn't count anymore so now i'm like okay well i'm halfway now it doesn't count anymore you think it gets easier from this point well in lo- <laughs> and the analogy long runs get easier at the halfway point in my yeah. mind it's like you make it to the halfway and then you're just going home negative mileage yeah, yeah, yeah. but i think no now i'm gonna like actually um be pregnant like yeah. i mean <laughs> so, you don't reckon, like so you don't reckon you've been pregnant yet this would this be like yeah. okay now i'm gonna now actually I'm be pregnant, pregnant. Right. Um, i mean i honestly for a while like was forgetting i was pretty lucky with with it in the beginning um and i honestly like kept up pretty normal training up until like last week um i'm still running but like kind of pulled back a mileage a little bit um but now i'm supposed to be gaining like a pound a week Wow, which is some wild. Good, that's some good gains. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm like, it's like a, I have to be like a lifter or something. Um, so I'm up like 15 pounds right now. Um, nice. So I'm definitely feeling that on my runs. <laughs> yeah, that would be very different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, but I mean, I don't know. In general, yeah. What do you want to know? Can I teach you about pregnancy? <laughs> <laughs> have you got any cravings yet? Anything uh, that's like, I like any kind of. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was eating, I mean, for a while. So, like, first, you just, it's wild. You, like, make 
twice the amount of blood volume. Obviously, like, you have to, like, literally create a human. I, we had the anatomy scan, and it's, like, you literally are growing. Everything's grown, like, the organs, the brain, the bones. Like, you can see it all in there. It's, like, it's like an alien is growing in you. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> you, now, when you said alien, all I think about is, like, the alien movie where it's going to, like, burst out of your chest. That's okay, well, hopefully thinking. not that. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But it's, like, it's wild that it's all growing. Anyway, so you're pretty tired in the beginning. Um, I was eating, a, like, a bagel and cream cheese, like, every day. But I don't know if it was actually a craving or I just, like... That sounds pretty normal. Yeah. Right? A craving this is, like, my mom, when she was pregnant with me, like, ate a bag of oranges a day. Really? Like, my dad would go to um, the fruit store and grab a bag of oranges before he go to, like, after, before he goes to work, whenever it was. And then just, like, like leave it at the house. And my mum would take it and then just eat the whole yeah. bag of oranges. Yeah, and the next really day, specific. The next day, yeah, the next day my dad would get another bag of oranges and, like, drop it off. Like, yeah, that's, I don't that was, like, that. a craving for my mum. I know people have, like, pickle cravings or, like, ice cream. The problem is, like, I eat pickles anyway, so I'm eating pickles. But honestly, <laughs> just, like, I just want bagels yeah. and cream cheese. But I think it's just that they're good. Yeah. The mm. biggest thing is you, want, you have to eat all the time. So, like, I only get nauseous if I don't eat. So, really? That's yeah. interesting. Oh. It, it's almost, I think of it as like a way that makes your body make sure you're not losing weight. Like when you would get hungry, I get really nauseous. Um, so I'm like, it's a make sure that I'm eating. But should we have prepared food for this podcast? Actually, I, feel I like... have snacks. Okay, I, good. I, yeah. I, 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 you always Thank bring God. snacks. That's the way you God. learn. Yeah, yeah. It's actually kind of being an athlete, it's kind of good because I feel like you're kind of used to like snacking. Yeah. My friends who aren't, like, they get all messed up. Anyway, the a few weeks ago, I was crewing Bates and Scott in a long run. And I had a USADA like that morning. So I had to get up super early and then last minute, like Nick got sick. And so was like, okay, I have to go do this, like crew them. And so usually I bring snacks all the time, but like I didn't bring snacks cause I was like rushed mm -hmm. anyway. So I start crewing their long run and I'm supposed to like give them their, their gels or whatever, or their M. And I realized like two miles in that I don't have any food in the car. Yeah. And like literally the nausea, if it hits, sucks. It's like you are out all day and you can like start, you can kind of feel it coming. Um, and I'm like, fuck, I literally have no food in the car. I have like two more hours of this. Um, there's literally no, and usually there's, I usually have snacks in the car, but I didn't. Anyway, point being, I was like, well, I have these gels. Um, Cause so basically I, essentially I, I essentially like, Ate like ate their discarded gels. Like I got their oh, gels back. No, that's, that's disgusting. I thought you were gonna say the new ones. No, I couldn't eat the new so ones. You, so you're, you're saving yourself from from nausea by eating discarded gels yeah. Which, from a long run. That's yeah. the most runner pregnancy story I've ever heard. But to be honest, it was great because like it's meant to be like glucose straight to your stomach. So Perfect. I actually was like, it should be someone. Someone should start a company that like just rebrands gels as like anti-nausea meds. Um, but so yeah, for you guys. Um, Do it. But yeah, that was it. Was a pretty runner story. So that's unreal. Yeah, that's, that's such a good story. Why, why don't you just like take a little bit off the top of the one yeah. you were giving this? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I ripped it. For you. Yeah, <laughs> I've already had it open. It feels a little lighter. It's uh, don't honestly, worry, it tastes good. <laughs> that now you saying that makes sense. In my mind, it was like all or nothing. So I was like, I obviously can't eat their whole gel. But that would have been smart. You but were I, desperate and you weren't thinking straight. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you like discarded, discarded before, like actually just taking a bit off the top. Yeah. yeah. Man, you would have to pay me so much money to eat someone's discarded gel. Like I'm just like obviously I, I can see where you were coming from at the time. That's desperate. That's that's like emergency. Like I need to get something in. But a discarded gel to me is like. I, oh. I can't see Morgan ever doing, ever doing oh, that. I I, even do if you that. were like gonna be sick, you're just like, I'll be sick. Yeah, I would I take think. the nausea in that case. I yeah. think. But, yeah, I know. So. I was pretty desperate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, going, going back to how it felt running at the start, and I, I feel like we've talked about this a couple of times, and 
the blood volume, etc. Yeah. I was thinking, well, we've all talked about it, but Alpuria racing while pregnant, mm. or however many races she said she ran pregnant, which is incredible. Like that's so. There is a number. She said a number. She said something like, I think like I, five. I did five races five. this season yeah. pregnant. Is that Citrus Mag will fact check that? But yeah, five. <laughs> that's that's a lot like, of races. I think it's because she was doing. She I think she did. USA's and Worlds. I think it's because of the rounds. Ah, that probably makes sense. Yeah. True. Did she know each time? I don't know. Do you think that sounds possible though? Do you think you'd run fast? Um, I mean, early on, if you don't get nauseous, like you could, yeah. I mean, that's that's literally the, that was the thing with the East Germans. That's how they doped. They like got women pregnant in the 80s and then made them abort the babies. Uh, yeah, because of like the... That. Because of like the blood volume and the hormones and stuff. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's fucked. That's but really I mean, basically, that is a thing. Like sometimes you see women like after after giving birth, like they have if they don't get injured, they have a little boost. Um, because I think I mean I don't know why it's like something about the physiology of it. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you know how? Like I guess maybe it's just you play it by ear, but can you run through the whole time? pretty much like through your pregnancy or are you meant to like stop running at some point people are totally different i mean i think so yeah i mean literally i've run up until now like two days ago i did a fart lick and like averaged like six miles at like six ish pace 615 mm -hmm. which obviously when i'm in shape that's not great but again i'm like heavier and like I, i'm still like working out to some degree um when i first got pregnant i like called all the runners i know so i like called kara goucher and molly huddle and different people and ask them what they did it's just like super variable i think based on like how your body feels like some women yeah like run up until the very end um and some end up like things start hurting yeah yeah that makes sense yeah it's so. pretty good that you uh were calling up like ex ex runners that have been pregnant to like uh, like that's really smart it was kind of cool get, that get i feel like inside. i could do that yeah, yeah. but because i feel like that's that's a yeah, it's a resource that people might not even think about. Yeah. When they're pregnant, it's like, oh, I maybe should talk to these runners who have been through what I'm going about to go through right now. But basically, it's just like what we all do, but just more intense is like, do what feels right, you know? Mm. Like, if it feels not right, you shouldn't do it. Um, well, you know your body better than anyone. So yeah. it's like, yeah, judging yeah. it would be your call. But yeah. yeah, I was saying, well, sorry. No, go ahead. I was saying that I got drug tested and was really worried about that. Like, I wasn't sure about whether or not I mean, I know that you, yeah, I wasn't sure about whether or not you could. So basically like I got drug tested the morning before I got four weeks. So the way it works is you like, you have your whatever. Well, how, you <laughs> have your whatever. <laughs> Can I, you have, what you have your period. The way it works, you have your period. And then two weeks later, you need to have, you need to conceive. Um, so you guys. Good can, word. Yeah. It's yeah, good yeah. Word. Um, and then two weeks later is when you can like first test for, to see if you, if, it, if it worked. Um, so I was at you, this was, at, I was at USA's and I kind of like could tell, um, cause there's different things you can like random things you can kind of tell that you are, but you have to like, you, you won't show positive on the test until four weeks or like to, into it. So technically you're four weeks pregnant when you first test positive. Anyways. Um, so the morning before I was like, I was able to take the pregnancy test, USADA came and I was so sure I was pregnant because I was like, everything feels different. Like there's different, I mean, what happens? You're, you get really thirsty, like your boobs start kind of hurting, just like different things that you can just like, you just know. Anyway, but I hadn't taken the test yet. Um, and USADA came and I was really freaked out because it's like, fuck, I'm going to test positive. Like I'm going to like, something's going to show weird in my blood. Yeah. Um, so 
I hadn't told Patrick yet because I was like, I was waiting to like be sure, but I told you Sada. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I told you Sada, I was like, um, and I'd like write down like, I am pregnant. Um, and would you write down, I might be pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> well, so Thank I actually had taken, I actually had taken a test like two days earlier because you can take them early. And you know, like when you do COVID and it's like the tiniest faint line. So there was like a super faint line, but I didn't want to do that, the one that I showed Patrick because I was like, it's so, you literally have to squint so hard. <laughs> so I kind of. He wouldn't see it either. He looked yeah. like, there's no line. Yeah, here. exactly. So I was like, I know it's going to show up. Like there's a tiny line, um, but I hadn't, but it was, I was still like saying, I think I'm pregnant, but I, I knew. So I told them, I was like, I am pregnant. That's I love crazy. it that you told you so before you told Patrick. <laughs> that's like another great running story. I mean, that's a smart thing to do. Like, you, you have, yeah, definitely put it down. Yeah. Don't know what's going on. Don't yeah. know what's going on. You saw them, man. They know everything. Yeah. They honestly <laughs> do. Like, they like just, yeah. Yeah. They Give them as much information as you can. They know yeah. all of our secrets. Yeah. Episode 14, Christmas episode special. 14 the UAC top name top announcement. Merry Christmas. It is Christmas Eve when this is coming out. I hope... Uh, Hope everyone is enjoying themselves with these Christmas holidays. Uh, you know, here at the Coffee Club Pod, we celebrate Christmas hard. We got presents for each other. That's coming later in the episode, but we're doing things a little different today. I I'm, I'm so excited we're doing a Christmas special. Yeah. Christmas special <laughs> is the best. Like, every good show has a Christmas special. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any other podcasts in the running world that have Christmas specials like this? I think we've already no, we, superseded no that. No one's just that. committed, bro. We've yeah. superseded that. Dude, like no one the, else is... Christmas uh, specials on, like, The Office, yeah. Downton Abbey Christmas specials. Yeah. No, we're... Uh, I think we're on, on top of the podcast game. I can tell you Citrus Mag it's, ain't doing no Christmas specials. No, nah, Citrus Mag ain't Dude. doing that. I mean, I'm so excited. I say that, but maybe they will. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? They might see this and be like, ooh. But the it'll format, be too late by then. It'll yeah. be yeah. Christmas We've Eve. already done it. Yeah. The, That's uh, how organized we are. The format for today, we're doing something fun. We're going to open presents that we got for each other later. But first, we're going to do our Christmas Christmas wish list for the sport. Or kind of every anything in general. And uh, I think we just get right into it. Because <laughs> we, we all have some stuff that we want to talk about. And the first thing that I had written down is for... The UAC, which is Union Athletic Club, to either change their name or just to continue to be made fun of. <laughs> that's, that's the first. That's the first thing I'm like. I think I definitely want them no to chance, still be made fun of. There's no chance we're gonna stop making fun of them. Oh my god! The last 24 hours, all we've done is make fun of. Yeah, for context the UTI for anyone. Club. Yeah, you, 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 whatever. Yeah. So the name came out yesterday for. This is the group coached by. Pete Julian, formerly Peace Oregon, Dragons. yeah, formerly Peace Dragons, but then even before that, the Oregon Project. Um, yeah, but they're <laughs> but they're in a big rebranding phase, as they have been since their coach got accused or found guilty of doping two years ago. <laughs> They've been in what you would call a rebranding phase, and <laughs> staying low, keeping quiet. So it's been a few years where they've been nameless and everyone's just seen them running around and being like, like, what, what's going on with this group? What's, what's, what are they going to do? What's but, cooking here? What's cooking here? To everyone's excitement. Spent two years cooking up a fantastic name for everyone. Yeah. Union Athletic Club. Athletic Club. Oh, so it also sounds very oh. similar, doesn't it, ladies and gentlemen? It sounds it's like... original, I'd It say. sounds very similar. <laughs> I, I wonder if there's a group before them that has a similar kind of term of like UAC. I can't. Th uh, yeah. Oh wait, it's our group on yeah. Athletics Club. Well, Isn't well, that well. interesting? 
on Athletics Club and uni on Athletics Club. Well, and a good thing for their brand is it's the first union they've recognized. So <laughs> congratulations. Um, I mean, it's great to see a brand moving forward and thinking about the people. So can, we, we, we should, we should. That's, is that good for the sport? I don't uh, know. But Union uh, tr- Union Athletic Club, the name Union Athletic Club is not good for so the sport, bad. bro. It's so bad. Oh, it was so anticlimactic. I thought I was about to fall asleep. Yeah, and like they had... Been, there was such a build-up too. Yeah, the, 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 the trailer, Some the video, trailer. <laughs> like oh multiple God. videos over the last like few months. Mm-hmm. Even, yeah, I don't even know when that first one came out. It's been a while. It's been it's been a long while, and this is what they give us, and it's just yeah. On, on one hand, such a letdown. On the other hand, just All right, what's worse though, so the name jokes. or, or the, logo? the logo? Yeah, the logo is pretty bad. What is the logo? The logo is two hands fighting over a torch. It's like that's with beautiful a, with a torch in the middle. George and Ollie are holding like hands that. right now. That's uh, union, union. I can see it. But the thing is, it just like Pete's. Pete's Dragons. <laughs> now, when do we get to the point where... We don't call them Pete's Dragons anymore? No, they're just... When we can mention that they're the least united... Tra- yeah. I'm mentioning it right now. That we, anyone's ever seen. I'm mentioning it right now because I don't think it's any rumor, particularly in like the running world, that a lot of those group members don't even like reside in Portland. Yeah, maybe that's not well known outside The coach of, lives like, in Denver. So the pro running world, but most doesn't see very runners are aware that that group spends very little time together. They just don't, they just, <laughs> the coach like lives in a separate people. city. They don't really train together. The newest member, young Charles Hunter. Oh yeah, that was that was. I guess before we already the name knew of that. the group even came out, he'd already left. He'd already really? gone. He'd already gone to Flagstaff. He's in Flag right now. Before really? they even announced yeah. the name of the Portland group, he'd left Portland. Damn, mustn't have liked Portland that much. <laughs> Spent one yeah, week there. What's the like, gone. Eh? But, um, but that was, I found that interesting that that trailer video kind of inadvertently announced or confirmed that Charlie Hunter was in that group, which we kind of already knew. But then on the flip yeah. side. It, the guys was only him and Donovan Brazier, so it also kind of confirmed that Craig and Jenkins, Jenkins were out. Yeah, lift? I would say did. so. Yeah, no, it, it, can, like, it, it did it confirm it. Why would you not? Why would you yeah. not show one of the most like popular yeah. athletes exactly. in the video? Craig Ingles is getting in your announcement yeah. video if he's like on the team. I mean, he maybe maybe those two heard about the name and, and like just, and Craig, had, Craig and heard the name. He's like, I'm getting the this, fuck out, bro. You definitely know that. I mean, the athletes likely don't support it. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Craig we're not, is definitely We're definitely not saying that the um, the athletes were the ones that came up with the name or endorsing that. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that the brand has picked yeah. a name that is fucking we're atrocious. Not per- we're not personally For a group that's supposed to be... I mean, this group's like, what, supposed to be one of the best groups in... The group represents certain things, and yeah. one of those things is not unity. No. <laughs> I mean, the, so, it's been... To be called the Union Track Club is... An, uh, athletic club, sorry. Would you say that's counterintuitive? It's a little. It doesn't really make sense. It doesn't quite add up. And then the, I don't know what it's a union of. Yeah. Because it's obviously not the athletes and the coach and the team. Because we already know they're the least. Oh. All right, come on. Gus is trying to get up on the Good couch. Welcome, um, Gus. Yeah. No. A it, union of what? It's just. It's just such a. It's like a shell. Like it's so hollow. Like there's. It's just a name and an image now. But I feel like everyone it, can see through it. Underneath it, there's nothing there, and there's absolutely no. And substance. the other thing which we've already mentioned is the fact that they went after the athletic club yeah. rather than track club. There is not a single team in this country with the name Athletics Club until, until a year ago. OAC on Athletics Club, and now what do you see? The, the very <laughs> next team to be created. Well, yeah. not quite actually. Yeah. A couple of others have created names in the last year. Yeah. My but, my question is this with the group, right? 
Like, obviously, this is not great PR for them. This name. Are they well, are they going to set it? We're them? talking about them, could, though. Yeah, they reckon they're going to change it? No. Like, nah. if the athletes had no, that much... Too. It's way too late. Say the athletes were like, this is a garbage name, we need to change this. They can't do it now. This I think it's it. too late They would have already... I'm sure the, um, the athletes found out earlier than two <sighs> days ago. It's tough, though. Like, if I was in that... I mean, did you see the posts? We strive together... Well, we clean to, I don't kinda, know. What, you kind of got to do that though. Once you're, oh no, I know that. You have but to like, lean into it. It's obviously, like, it's obviously not them saying that. It's not the athletes saying that. It's the brand saying it. But the way that they all post that same portrayed, thing? yeah. The uh, way I don't posted, think I followed they, didn't, any they didn't all post the exact same caption, but it was all the exact same message. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed very. Uh, it just it, it seemed like bad. Yeah. Like maybe it it's bad. suggesting that the previous team that it replaced was like the confederate you mean, you mean it's, club. yeah but it's still like the thing is regardless of how they rebrand or rename it it's still like segments of the oregon project yeah and like it is, it is oregon project it just try to rebrand rename it because they were accused of doping yeah. and they've so had they went, to like change them they went from like skull and crossbones to cute holding hands yeah and they went from much lighter approach yeah and apparently went from the confederacy to the union <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's a good move for them and <sighs> the other so obviously yeah taking the athletic club thing is kind of annoying because that's like the own thing but then also uh, we were talking about how if they did maintain track club and it was union track club then it would be utc which just sounds too much like a sexually STD transmitted disease yeah. yeah so it's a lose-lose it is it a really lose-lose. is I don't know what else they could have done. I guess anything would have been better. Anything would have been better than that. Anything would have been better. It was uh, this atrocious. Episode 85, Craig Martram gives the boys advice. If you were running today, like you're in the primary career, 2023, whatever, what would your PBs be? Oh, um, it's a very good question. I mean, you're alluding to the technology and the pacing lights and all of those exactly, sort of things. Exactly, exactly. Um, I'd have to say they're what they are. I mean, you can only speculate as to what you think they might be. But I think they'd be a lot. Quicker. I think they'd be a lot quicker. <laughs> I'm being Personally, modest. I'm being very, very modest. Answer. Um, well, let me warm up a little Ritz bit. Ritz is not quite as modest. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Ritz. Got to run twelve forty. Uh, well, yeah, I think it, it may be a little bit quicker, but um, you know, I, I don't know. Is the answer to that? We'll, we'll just keep them as they are because I'm quite happy with what I what I did, yeah. um, and let you guys now take them to the next level. Is there yeah. one aspect though, like? Do you think, oh, I'd love to have had that in my career, like just to test it out? The lights. The lights. Yeah, the first the time I've actually seen it in, yeah. in, re- in real life was at Mount Sac on the weekend and, and watching the lights, I think, would have made a massive difference. Yeah. Even yeah. Ju- more so to control the pace early yeah. as well. So I think from that point of view, the, the pacing lights, do I like them? It's an interesting question. Do I think they should be in the bigger meets? Maybe not. I like the racing side of, uh, of our sport and I like the championship style of racing. So I think it serves a purpose, but in terms of the times... Yeah, people are getting quicker. They're not getting a lot quicker. The best guys are actually not getting quicker than the best guys back when I was running, but the depth and the the volume of athletes that are running faster is greater. Well, so that, I think that really yeah. supports that. They're not necessarily better. That's the thing. Even if they're running quicker time trials, it, I mean, obviously, you'll, there'll always be questions about if you match up the greats from all the different eras, but mm. I think there'd be a very strong argument that your era of professional running was the strongest still. We had, we had very good strength in, in the 5K, 10K, and 1500 of Hjelga Rouge, Legat, uh, those guys. I remember lining up. Oh, sorry, I'll take it back. No stories. <laughs> Not being banned from stories. No, but no. in 2004, I remember lining up in the 5K final in Athens and looking up at the flame. And, you know, my coach said at the time, take it in when you get out there because, you know, these things don't come around all the time. 
and so I had a look at the flame and, you know, fantastic. And then looked to the left, I had El Garouge and Bakili. And then looked to my right, I had Gabriel Celesi and a few others. And I was like, oh, I'm taking it in. I'm, I'm, it's uh, too much. It's I'm too taking much. it in, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a bit coming out. Yeah. Um, so, look, it, there was a lot of, you know, really, really good athletes back then that were, were pushing the, the boundaries of what the sport could do. Um, and, you know, even, even today, it's the, it's the same situation. They're just different names. You mm-hmm. know, the sport's always evolving, always progressing, and there's the next generations coming through year on year. And you guys are at the pick, the, you know, the top of it at the moment, but in four or five or six years from now, there'll be another group. Yeah. And you'll be just like me sitting there doing podcasts in... Um, in wherever the next famous training location is, and it may be Boulder, it may not be. Maybe Melbourne. It may be, well, <laughs> Maybe yeah, Melbourne. well, we'll talk about that in a bit. But, um, you know, enjoy your time while you're here and enjoy the opportunities that are presented because, you know, as much as I loved my time in the sport, it, it does move past you very quickly. Oh, man. That's so much wisdom right there. I feel yeah. like this, that just sparks off so many questions. I think uh, one of the things that I did want to ask you, I kind of wanted to ask you later, but right now I think would be a great moment. Do you have advice for us as professional runners that maybe wouldn't be the same advice that you would give to, let's say, a more casual or even an elite runner? Specifically looking at professional running, what in your mind is it that separates, you know, winning a medal, yeah, I making think, a final? I think you, we may have even been off, off air when you said this, but everyone in the competitions these days at the, at the nat- or international level, at championship level is talented very talented they're not there because they haven't got talent they're there because they want it as much or more than the next person so I think when you line up and I listed some names before everyone almost everyone in the final of those events and in the diamond leagues has the ability to compete to win those races it's the athletes that want it the most are the ones that position themselves in you know in the race to to compete to win and you see it so often the athletes don't necessarily believe they position themselves in the middle and then fall out the back when the when there's a point in the competition where you've got to decide if you're all in or not. Um, and I, I do a lot of coaching with high school kids in Australia as well as the, you know, the OAC down under, Oceania group. Uh, and it's the same. You know, the, the, the rules are the same in competition and the psychology is very similar. Um, you've got to opt into the competition when it happens. Um, and I think if I was to give you advice, it wouldn't certainly be around competition because you're all very good at it. You're experienced and you're professional in, in the way you go about it. It would be around uh, enjoying it taking it in, living the lifestyle as long as you can uh, and making decisions that are going to better your running uh, while, while you're in it. And you've already done that by obviously being in Boulder and, and being part of the OAC with Dathan and everything else. But when you go to places, um, you know, take it in. Spend, spend a couple of hours. You guys do it better than what we did actually um, back in the day. I've got my passport looks amazing, but I couldn't tell you anything about the cities we went to. Mm-hmm. But you guys with your you know, coffee pod, whatever this thing's called. No, 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 that's the correct name. I don't know what it is. That's the correct name. Um, That's the correct name. With your running groups and all that sort of stuff at Mount Sac and like you're really engaging with with people and, and, you know, taking in the experience, which I think is awesome because when you you look back and you think about it, you've probably got 10 years in the sport and you've got 30 or 40 years beyond the sport and you want to, you want to, do the best you can, but you want to try to set yourself up a little bit as well. And that can be through the networks you make and the opportunities you have. And um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. enjoy where you are, guys, because it, it, um, it doesn't last forever. Episode 99.9, Grant's Girls Part 2. And I think we'll get into it now. We, we know of some other high-profile Bowman members that are, like, 90% leaving, like, mm-hmm. almost certain. But none of them had announced They got yet. one foot in the door. Yeah. yeah but, but, like, no one was talking about Grant. I mean, if you think about it, how, like, it's going into an Olympic year. He ran 7.25, like, four weeks ago or whatever it was. Uh, the year before that, he ran he ran the American record in the, was it the 5K and the 10K? And the 3K. 
like and the 5k indoors like four in one year so it's like this guy seems like he's got it all set however one key change what was that change the team moved to eugene <laughs> the team the team moved to fucking eugene and you know what you know what all these rants and all the shit that i've said somehow things very, have aligned in my favor it's very because vindicated. it's very vindicated because i think i i wasn't at florence 5k i wasn't there but grant had a race that he didn't think was his best and the chat in the cool down area was there was issues in eugene and there's issues with not being at altitude issues with the team not getting the attention it needs and this is just a, a repercussion from that and Honestly, it did shock me as well because, yeah, we're kind of on the loop with stuff. And we were all at dinner. It was the last night. We had the dinner with the summit. It was beautiful. And then all of a sudden, everyone's on their phone. It was like, like the Apple News app just came up and everyone's like, wait, what? This, this should happen? Like, yeah. it, was, it, was, uh, it was the talk of the, of the dinner from then on. But, um, yeah, they moved to Eugene and that's the consequence, I guess. You lose your – I would say he's the face of Bauman. Right, you guys would say the same. On the I said when you think about him, yeah, him and Elise are the are the two. Yeah, him and Elise Carney are the faces. Golden, the golden, yeah. the golden kids. Golden time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eugene has to be the the first domino. And when we say we're shocked that Grant left, I feel like as soon as they moved to Eugene, we were open to the idea of anyone leaving. That's yeah. true. Like we at heard, that point, we heard about all the discontent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at that point, you're like, all right, maybe someone will leave. But it took until well, the, the, is he the first to leave since they moved to Eugene? Like, cause maybe, you know, um, you give it, they're like, all right, fuck it. We'll give it a year. Yeah. I think some other people didn't move to Eugene, like maybe Amos. Yeah. Was he with them a year ago and then he left? I'm not sure. Well, the interesting thing. he left before or after that. Yeah. The, the interesting thing I heard, which was, this is, this is alleged. I don't know if this is actual true cause I haven't got truth from Grant, but apparently the way that they found out that Jerry was moving to Oregon was that Grant was one of the references in the resume and they called him up. The university called him up and said oh you know you're coached by jerry blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. like can you talk about him and then that's how grant found out was he was on like he got a call from eugene oregon saying that we're gonna give i thought him a job. it was for the press release like how do you feel about it oh it could have been that too but it was, was, it was a call where he, he wasn't it was told. definitely a call yeah. he, it was a call and he wasn't told and then i think he told the team and then the team told jerry like hey what's going on here and jerry's like yeah we're moving to eugene yeah. like i can imagine if grant was the first one to find that out well, i mean if yeah. the mindset like has to be in, in Grant's position, you have the best year of your life in, I mean, training, career, best year of your career, sorry, um, in Portland, doing their normal altitude stints. You finish that year and then your team uproots. And you're like, fuck it, all right, give this one year. He's injured, runs, comes like ninth in Florence, definitely tells everyone that he thinks being, out, being not altitude was like a factor in that. Mrs. Worlds, like this has got to be like so much discontent by the end of that year. Yeah, Obviously, I mean, he ran so well by the end because he is just he's like, Grant Fisher. He's one of the top five best runners in the yeah. world, probably yeah. at that distance. So it makes sense, but yeah, that's a but good you could see it coming. That's and, a good way of looking at it. And I think the altitude thing is a is a big one, and at yeah. some point we'll get to supposed uh, relocations. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's going to be a big point. It's like it when, we, when we talked about Jerry taking the Oregon job and bringing all the Bauman stuff along with him and giving them also Oregon jobs. Like no one, there was no staff left. I don't think that had specifically a Bauman job. Mm. It was just like, how is that going to work? Like it didn't make any sense at all. Like we said how crazy it was. And yeah, the, the proof is now in the pudding because you got all this shit going on with Bauman. And then even like, the, I don't even think the Oregon team is doing that well. Like, 
I don't know. I haven't heard. I have honest, honestly. We haven't, haven't heard been anything. following yeah. co- college very well. We shouldn't. And, we shouldn't say anything just in case. Like I don't know. I, yeah, I and also he it. hasn't been there for that long, so yeah. it's like you wouldn't normally like be that hard on a coach after one well, year. Well, I mean, Shalane Flanagan. Uh, this, ben is, this is the second cross season, though. Huh? Yeah, I think he took over a year ago now. Mm-hmm. I think. So this is his second. I Did mean, they make into double A's? I don't know. I know yeah, they're not no ranked idea. very high right now, and they did no. get really good recruits, but... I wonder if they're running. Yeah. Another thing we don't know. Well, yeah, we don't know a lot Experts. about the college. Experts, is, is Jerry, is, was Jerry available for comment? No, not this time. Not this time. Is he Is he the Instagram? Was that his comment? Or? Maybe he does run the Instagram. Wouldn't That'd that be, be actually crazy? amazing if he was running the Instagram. He wrote that big caption. Yeah, Remember those few people that didn't get a bomb and... Uh, goodbye from the instagram <laughs> oh yeah i remember that at the time that was kind of contentious wasn't it mm. i can't remember who that was specifically the funniest thing about the news is what what Garrett said what did Garrett say <laughs> i was in the gym and they were talking about it and Riss was just talking about it like you know like oh what what's the possibility what's what's grant gonna do you know like the move like why anyway you guys walking past with a 10 pound dumbbell goes whoo mr bullet <laughs> and they kept walking and I was like what wait what I'm guessing he was recruited by Bauman and he didn't pick oh, it up oh yes mm. and now I get it yeah but I, I just I, it, it was just no context and I was laughing my head yeah. off 100% that's what it means yeah good so, old yard what do we go to next where we where, where we, we think Grant's going or what we think the rest of the team <clears throat> is thinking my hypoth- your, your best training partner just deserted your team. My, this is my hypothetical you know what and it's gonna lead into Grant's girls because we're <laughs> we're gonna picture that he's single we're gonna picture that he's single. So, I think Grant's gonna to move to Denver and go on to Love is Blind season six. Is that where it's That's where it's place? in Denver. It's in Denver? It's in Denver. What? Recruiting's out good now to, if you guys wanna get into good it. Good to know, good to know. He'll move there and then he'll meet the love of his life, be great, and then all of a sudden he bumps into someone. It's Pete Julian. Hey Pete, how you doing? <laughs> Pete Julian has a team in Portland. Everything was working well for you in Portland, particularly because you could go to altitude probably with the flexibility of Pete Julian's uh, United Airlines club. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking a Pete Julian move, personally. I think that would be the best. Who is the athlete family. that actually went on Love is Blind? There was like some athlete that... Like a track athlete? Can't confirm. There was like some we, athlete that... We're going to do some research on that. that. medium retired for a little bit, went on a... Like reality TV show. Was it Nick Simmons? There, there, like is, a, there is a girl. There is a girl from Australia. I don't know if it was The Bachelor or if it was Love Is Blind or like The Shore or something. There was a girl from Australia, and then but then came back to sport. I think that that one hundred percent happened. Yeah, I'm I'm finding that no, this can't be who you're talking about. It was just this is a former Ohio State athlete was on season four of Love Is Blind. <laughs> that's probably that's the Ohio that seems too niche for me. To yeah, go. that that's probably not the one you're talking about. But Ollie, that's a really I just imagined it. That's a really good uh That's a Grant's girls confirmed that he'll go to Pete. And I think That's this, suggesting that my, somehow Grant and Pete hadn't already talked. <laughs> no, they probably more. didn't. They probably didn't. He probably was like Bauman, Bauman, Bauman. And then now I think if he looks if I'm Grant Fisher, I'm pretty confident in my ability to be structured in my own life. I don't need yeah the really strong structure of a, of a team. Pete Julian, I think, could suit him because Grant's pretty smart. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. And I think Pete will give him the flexibility of going to altitude if he wants to. Staying in Portland where he probably has a life. And like he would probably there. just do whatever. Like, he'd yeah. be like, whatever you want to do, we're yeah. doing it. He would give him the, I think he'd give him the like blank the first check. person to call him, though. Yeah. Pete? I think so. Yeah, but we don't know where he's going. Maybe he's already confirmed no, it. Yeah. Well, no, but I, that's what I mean. Mm. Like, they've already talked. I'm just probably, it's probably, you're, you're pretty much saying that you think they've already talked... Like, 
They'll probably talk before Grant gets on Love Is Blind, is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm saying it's that the same. It's the same. I'm as saying the... that somehow they've, they've before Grant has applied for Love Is Blind, I think they might have chatted. I'm just saying there's two things to this. All right, one, if you look at it like a freaking murder mystery, the butler usually does it, and I'm thinking Pete Joyne is the one that's the butler. All right, he's the one that's doing it. He's calling up Grant as soon as he knows or he's a whisper, and Grant's thinking, you know what? I have freedom, I have flexibility, and I can do what I know is going to work for me. I want to go to Portland. in an Olympic year. I'll stay. Yeah. Do you, number two, number two, think, Love, is blind. Think he Love is blind would be great because I think Grant would be fantastic at the show and he'd win. <laughs> I agree. Which means he's, he's, winning, such, a winning, he's such a bachelor. Unless he's in a can relationship. Can you win that show? Uh, we win it by getting married. Multiple people can win, technically. Yeah, technically you can win. But I would but say, it's not really winning. Well, it's winning knowing, some knowing Grant a little bit, I think he'd be great. So Grant, no, he would. Maybe he's like so humble. Yeah, he's like so smart. He could very talk nice about from Stanford, Stanford. Olympian. Like, who the, wouldn't want to marry him? Yeah, there's going to be a line at the door. Talk about growing up in Michigan. Mm. They'd have to change Grand the Rapids. name of the show. It would be Grant's, Grant's Girls. Girls. Yeah. yeah, and it'd be Coffee Club Presents Grant's Girls. And we'd be the hosts <laughs> that come out, and Gus brings in the ring. You know, it like surely can't be that hard for us to like. We could to, just set it up to fund that show, and make it happen. We'll have to talk, we'll have to get the CEO to sign off on it, but. Gus, yeah, it should be fine. He's, he's into it. In this situation, though, Grant's girls, uh, P. Julian. <laughs> Did you uh, see the Citrus Mags post? They put like yeah. twenty yeah. coaches out yeah. there. <laughs> I know, I know, they're just doing it. They're it's they're, they're kind of going down the route of like trying to be a bit ridiculous. So people say like, "What are you guys talking about?" There's no way he would go. <laughs> Bobby Kersey was yeah, on there. Like, <laughs> Bobby Kersey on the list. I see what you guys are doing. <laughs> That's awesome. Actually, honestly, Grant moving to Bobby Kersey would be the most flex move ever. I was like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going straight down to the 800. Floor. I want to go to LA. Like, I'm just chilling. Yeah. No, no Joe Bossard was on there. Bossard um, was on there. Andy Powell. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Smith. Um, Chris Miltonberg. Whole Clockers mm-hmm. coach. Oh, yeah. Ben Thomas. Ben, Tom- ben Thompson. Yeah. So there's a lot Those of are like, Grant's girls in this situation, yeah. I feel like. But we, we got the animation, like Grant's girls, and then you have them like walk out. And like, <laughs> and then you have other coaches walking through like some smoke. And then, they, and then they, like, you have the interviews where they sit down, he's like, I really need Grant, I really need this for my career. Like you have the Grant interviews. Grant is amazing them. athlete. Yeah. I think yeah. can really take him to the next level. He shouldn't go. He this should be such a good show. And then they start bitching about each other. And Pete's like, he shouldn't go to Ben Thompson. That guy doesn't know what he can do with a great person like Grant. I know what I can do. And then you just have them like, oh, it'd be unreal. Wouldn't it be a good show? We should make this good. happen. Good. Good surprise guest comes in. <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm going to coach him. Oh, He's got no choice. There'd be a surprise guest. Like, it's like, you know how they bring people back? Jerry comes in. I'm like, I'm so <laughs> He's like, give me another chance. Please. <laughs> give me another chance. It <laughs> won't happen again. That <laughs> oh, would be so good. We're going to make this happen. Thank you to everyone for listening. We love you. And we will see you next week.